Welcome back to the Wannabe Pundits podcast, episode 30. It has been a while, lads. It has been a long time, um, but we're back with a roundtable special again. Um, a bit of a recap of the season. Um, and we've got some exciting, exciting news for the future that we will talk about at the end of the episode. But first, before we continue, we'll have to mention uh, a new addition to the panel, Mr. Jake Boyle. How are you going? Oh, I'm going great. I'm glad to be here with you all. It's great. Very good. Uh, as a United fan, mate, you uh, must be pretty a little bit, a little bit down the dumps. A bit of a sour end to the season. Um, uh, the loss in the Europa League final. What were your thoughts on that? Obviously, it wasn't ideal having you know had such a strong performance you know throughout the whole Europa League campaign, and then to come to the final and to you know witness such a, a lackluster performance. I would say. You know, it's quite devastating. Very good. But would you say would you say you're over it now? Or are you still still a bit upset about it? Um, yeah, I'd say I'm, I'm a little bit bit over it. You know, this thing's gone definitely an interesting. So, but it's still, you know, looking back, it would be nice to have picked up at least one trophy from the season. Hundred percent. Well, speaking of being united, Mr. Alex Pappas, the co-host, he's here. He's been a bit quiet recently, but he is here. So I'd love to hear from him and what his thoughts were on uh, that final and. Uh, his thoughts to the end of the season. Uh, I'll hand it over to you, Alex. Yeah, no, it wasn't a um, wasn't a good final. Um, yeah, no, what can I say? It wasn't a good final. Performance wasn't great. <laughs> Got Brad in the top right-hand corner of my screen pulling faces. Um, I might as well say it again. I've said it four times, fifth time lucky. It wasn't a good final, but not like the other performances we've had. And as... Jake said walking away with no trophy at the end was a little bit of a disappointment, but seeing where we were last couple of years to now has been an improvement. Um, hopefully next year we can get back on track and be a little bit more consistent. But I think towards the end, there were a lot of tired bodies out there. But that's football. So it'd be interesting to see how the boys go at the end of the Euros. Yeah, that's it. You can't, you can't always win them. And that's just how football is sometimes. But speaking of... The in contrast of losing, winning a European final, Mr. Bryson Cotton is here. Fellow Chelsea, How's it going, supporter, mate? champions of Europe, best club in the world. How does it feel, mate? I'm going to be honest. It feels fucking good. <laughs> um, you know, you and I, we last time I recalled, Champions League was just Europe, not the world. So carry on. Going to Asia, yeah, we're going to Asia. <laughs> 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 still the still the Club World Cup to come. Is United going to be in that one? No, because you got to win the Champions League, mate. Put two two together. You want any? You can, tips you can actually be in it if you win the it. Europa League. But you know. anyway, you know, Bay, you and I went down to the Sydney Supporters Club. Fucking water night, outstanding. Very Great good to see Chelsea friend. lift the Champions League trophy. Great to see, you know, a few players get that medal around their neck. Nice and a bunch of. Bunch of Chelsea players in the same place would have been a lot of risks. A lot of risks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good night. It was a good night. Yeah, I was obviously awesome. very happy that we won it. Very good. Yeah, I think um, that night was just probably go down for me personally. It's probably one of the best sporting um, moments probably in my life. Probably won't beat Jeez, that. You, ha- you, you haven't had many then, have you? Yeah, that was, that was a good one, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, talking about my team that won. Um, I thought something funny just to tell you boys, it wasn't not really rubbing it in or anything, but um, we, we rocked up and obviously everyone was nervous before the game. Everyone was packed in. There was hundreds of people there. 
Um, and obviously your chance started, but I, I thought a funny, funny thing, this, in, this little small skinny Indian bloke walks in to the middle of the crowd with hundreds of people around and he starts singing backy okay chance. And I don't know, it was Bryson. It was just funny. I don't know. It was hilarious. Uh, in a 2021 Champions League final, we start singing about Bakayoko. <laughs> yeah, I just found it funny, obviously, as a Chelsea fan. But you boys must have found that pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been a you had to be there moment. I'm just yeah. a little bit. I'm just a little bit disgusted that you had to profile him as Indian, mate. We're all here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just describing. That's all I'm doing, Dylan. Oh, he's a human being, mate. Like the rest of us. Come on. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Chelsea fans. We'll go a bit deeper into the Champions League final a bit later on, but we'll we'll move on to our other guests on the panel. We have the two Liverpool boys, Sean and Dylan Bosman. Welcome. Howdy. 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 Uh, a bit of an exciting, good, a bit of an exciting final part of the season for Liverpool. Obviously, they came back and finished strong in the top four, so it's um, probably all you could ask for when you look at them probably halfway through the year, so that's pretty pretty positive for you lads yeah i'd say it's um optimistic if we can do that with not oh, maybe our 90 percent squad you may say um and finish strong hopefully we can start at the same pace for the next season and do a little bit better very good yeah i think um very positive with van dyke and the others coming back next next year so it looks pretty pretty positive positive. and lastly but not leastly 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 Last but, last but not least. <laughs> uh, the Championship Club Arsenal supporter, Matt, how are you? Thanks, boys. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic. I don't know. I'm, are you all right? Are you sure? Well, I just <laughs> want to put, put something out there. You do say you're the best team in the world, and we did the double over you this year. So does that make us the best team in the world? Or No. no. That makes you happy. You can have that. Yeah. yeah, and we also, yeah, we won a trophy at the start of the year, probably the most prestigious club trophy in the world, uh, the Community Shield. So I'm happy to have something like that. Hmm. Yeah, look at the Arsenal fan go. You, yeah. can clear out some of, you can clear out some of the cobwebs <laughs> in the cabinet for that one. Yeah. But no, it wasn't a very good season, but we, we move on. There's some signs there. And yeah, I'll let you guys start chatting about the Champions League. I know you tell you to keep chatting about it, so I don't want to take up time. <laughs> you know, just for you, just for you, we'll leave it till later. Nah, that's sweet. All right, Mr. Alex. Hello. Take control, my friend. What what do we got up? What do we Hello. got? Take control. Take control. Well, we'll start off with we'll go with through the, some of the cup winners, shall we? Leicester FA Cup. Um what were our thoughts on their little run this season? Um just missed out on top four. One point behind Chelsea. Um, how, how do we all feel? Well, I think just firstly, I'll, I'll, I'll open that, but obviously FA Cup's a big, big W for them. Um, 100%. 100% W, but... Well, they did, they did beat the bottled, best team in the world to win it, so... They bottled, they bottled top four. And they, as a club moving forward, as Leicester, as a Leicester fan, um, it's... Obviously, the FA Cup's good. I would have loved to win it, but top four... To win it. ...financial stake of the club is way more important than the FA Cup. So I, I don't know, as a Leicester fan, it'd be nice to have a Leicester fan in here, but I'm sure a lot of them would say that they would have rather that top four than the FA Cup. But what are your thoughts, everyone else? Yeah, well, to be fair, you know, bottling, getting the top four two seasons in a row, you know, after having such a strong squad, you know, playing so many good games with, you know, young players coming through, you've got to be disappointed to not make the Champions League. In saying that, though, 
as a Leicester fan, I don't expect to make the Champions League. So That's I fair. think I think for them, I think for them to play Europa is but, more than enough, and to also take a trophy last season, a good trophy too, is pretty good. I agree with you, Dylan. I don't think they expect it, but if you're in the top four for ninety five percent of the season, surely as a fan of any club in that situation, you're expecting it to happen. Yeah, but you could, sure. for, you could say the same. You could say the same for West Ham then. West Ham were up around the top four for the whole year until probably the last five games, roughly. I think off the top of my head. Yeah, and, that's a fair well, I think point. I think got more of a European pedigree now than West Ham ever have. Have, have but I, I would ex- I talk just league here only for them to finish fifth. I would expect Leicester to aim for that as a minimum. Like they I think Leicester are a top, top six club now. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree. I agree. For them to be in Europa, that's like that is that is as low as they'll go. I feel like that's as low as they'll go now for them to make. I feel like Europa. I feel like they've got to do something in Europa now. They have to win. I it. feel like next season, this season coming, they've got to they've got to go far in that competition. They need they need to make the final, and I reckon they could get close. I think their recruitment as well over the past couple of years has been like outstanding. Probably one of the best oh, other huge. than Man City because they've bought in Samare now, and they've brought in. Yep. Close to bring in Dembele mm. from so they're two big signings. Good signings. You know, Dembele, Odsone. I think um, Brendan Rogers has been severely underestimated, and he's just he's just been doing whatever he wants there, and it's been successful. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll go to we'll start with City. City, they won the league, won the um, League Cup. Lost the Champions League final. Yeah, they um, did. Sorry, sorry. Kevin De Bruyne, Player of the Year. Phil Foden, Young Player of the Year. Pep Guardiola, Manager of the Year. It's been a bit of a Man City season in most aspects. Can we what, all? What are, what are our thoughts on the uh, Player of the Year and uh, Young Player of the Year? Because I don't think City players deserved it. Harry no. Kane had to have won it, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Kane for sure. I think them winning the trophy definitely impacted them winning those individual awards, which that, I don't that, necessarily that's agree with. Which is... Yeah, don't get me started on that. because yeah, Matt, Matt and I have had conversations about this in the past. I think it was 2016-17. It was the Hazard versus Sanchez debate about player of the year and Hazard won it with less, less stats. Half the stats, might I say. Half the stats. And... Back then, I did say that winning the title influences the decision, so I can't really go back on that now because that's what I've said. That's so like, that's fair. It's hard, but Harry Kane should have won it in my opinion. But you got to remember too, they didn't just get it because City won; like they were pivotal players. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not saying like Diaz think, was unbelievable. Yeah. Do you think De Bruyne was pivotal though? Like he he was big, but was he? Pivotal? Oh yeah, De Bruyne won it. Wait, no, which one did De Bruyne win? De Bruyne won PFA. De Bruyne won PFA. What did Diaz win? Yeah. It's like Football Writers Association play the year. The main yeah, one, De Bruyne. De Bruyne won it, which I was shocked yeah, okay. about. I thought it was going to be um, Harry Kane or Diaz. I would have had Gundogan over De Bruyne. Hey? I would have had oh. Gundogan. 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 <laughs> Gundogan. <laughs> What's his name? Gundogan. Gundogan. Okay. That's a doozy. Gundogan got it up. one. <laughs> okay, I'll call that. In this season, anyway, the German midfielder speak. at City, I would have had it over De Bruyne. Agreed. Cool. 
I think I think we all agree. There's <laughs> not a lot of debate. No, nah, it's tough for Gundogan because sorry, Gundogan, because he, um, <laughs> he he only really started playing regularly when Kev got injured. That was coming up to Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, so you kind of you kind of only basing it off of maybe six months worth of playing. But then I guess the same argument can be had for De Bruyne because he didn't play a full season as well. Harry Kane should have won it. Yeah, Case closed. Well, we yeah. go back to Phil Foden and Mason Mount. That this is the one that Foden started 15 games in the Prem. Mason Mount started, I think, 33 and was consistently Chelsea's top two or three players in every game. Do you think Frank overlooked him during his time there? Or do you think he was softly introducing him, making sure he was ready? What do you Frank say? overlooked Mason. What do you mean? Because yeah. I, I know he got his first real like break under Frank, but he never he didn't really get as much credit or time on the pitch as he did under Tuchel. I I would I disagree. Under Frank, Mason started nearly every game. Yeah. Did he? I, I swear yeah. in Frank's reign that like in the first half of it, he was playing other people over Mason. No, no it, was, it was it was all yeah, it was pretty much the other way around. Mason was getting prioritised again uh, instead of other players. Like Mason, this yeah, right. Mason's second year at Chelsea, he's already passed a hundred appearances. Yeah, right. So he's no, definitely thought... being played consistently for the last two years. Yeah, okay. that was where I was going with it. I was like, sort of, how long has he been playing in that first team versus mm-hmm. Foden and trying to get an idea of time frames because it's a massive thing for them to get player of the few. Player of the Year nominations, let alone actually win it. Hundred percent, yeah, definitely. I just think I, I know Foden was very good, and it, like Foden obviously is going to be very good. But I just think only starting fifteen games, and obviously he was good, but he's playing in a. I'm not trying to discredit Chelsea's side, but if you're looking at the two elevens, City's is probably better. He's starting. Oh. When Foden does play, he's playing in a in a much better side, so he's getting the luxury yeah. of, of that. Whereas Mason is, what I'm, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is Mason is carrying Chelsea more than Foden. Yeah, more than Foden is carrying City. As um, oh, how is it going to word this? Has well, Mason just simply has Mason had any really really bad performances? I don't think so. No. When you when you say bad performance, do you mean just um, big critical errors in a game? Or are you just talking about yeah, like errors that have led to goals? No. So I don't think no. he's I don't think he's had off the top of my head any games where he's made critical errors that lead to goals or anything like that. I think he's had a few quiet games, but not anything critical. Um, nothing more than the average player. Yeah. No. Average player, I yeah. think a quiet game for Mason is still a six or seven out of ten. Like he's still yeah, contributing. He's just not being as influential as he can be. Yeah, and it's hard for him not to be involved in games with. Because I'm just thinking of how they could have how they could have come to their decision. Because I can't think of times where Phil Foden's had any sort of major mistakes. That's true. But at, yeah. the, at the same time, I do think that Mason Mount's more influential. I think it's down to Foden has won the league and he has. Credit to him, he's contributed to winning the league. I think that's the thing that's weighed down everything on Foden rather than Mount. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've just thought of this. That it's, oh, it's a debate, I think. I'm just trying to think on top of my head. We're talking about um, quality players that we've seen throughout this season. So let's let's flip it over a little bit and talk about the biggest disappointments. Ooh. You could argue flops. We can talk about new signings if you want, or we can just talk about anyone in general. Um, players that might have stood out to you that were really disappointing this year could be for any reason, personal reason or anything. Um, yeah, so discuss. Who wants to start? Mm. Maybe the Liverpool boys. Maybe the Liverpool boys can chat about that. <laughs> I, um, if I was going to talk about people who have been a little bit of a letdown, I'll talk about my team. It took, I don't think anyone will deny that it took um, Thiago probably the best part of three quarters of the season to get used to everything really, which is expected because you can't really, it's like, who, who did we compare it to? I think you guys were talking about Havertz and Werner when you were saying you, you want to give them at least a season to prove themselves because they were playing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like towards the end of the season, it clicked for Thiago. Um, so by giving him the same grace period and allowing him to adapt, he just became a different beast and he contributed massively to our success our success towards the end of the year. Yeah, that's fair. I'd, I'd cop that. It's, it's, it goes the same with um, not so much Kai Havertz, because I think con- consistency-wise, he was better than Werner. And I feel like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Werner has been really, really bad, whereas yeah. Havertz, you had sort of glimpses of hope. 100%. Like, Werner's glimpse of hope was he'd get a again assist every three games or every five games or something like that but he'd missed 17 chances so yeah it's I'm very disappointed with Werner, Werner. He, when you look at his stats I was talking to Brad about this you look at his stats hasn't been terrible but nowhere near good enough for one what we paid for him and two what we know he can do what do you reckon Sean? Us Liverpool, are we are we disappointed with Trent as a whole this year? Oh, uh, I think he I, reckon, I, reckon he's, I reckon he has definitely dropped the ball compared to the last couple of years. I can't agree on that. I can't. And the thing is, we talked about Kevin winning the PFA award. Trent had more chances created compared to Kevin, and then Trent doubles the uh, defensive output in that same time put as compared to last season. So to say he's been our worst, or not our worst player, but to say he's been a flop, I think it'd be very harsh on him. Especially still being nominated as, like for the young player of the year as well. Um, yeah, I, I, feel like I, feel like, um, I feel like he made a lot more turnovers and was a little bit more careless in possession this year, which led to a lot of goals. So that's kind of yeah. where my, yeah, I think my, it's just my um, questioning comes from. When he's got Reese Williams or Nat Phillips at the like next to him, it makes him they don't really have that recovery like Van Dyke or Gomez would have. So I think he had especially towards like the last ten games, he really before he adjusted his game to where he was defending more. So like it was sort of like relying on himself. He's not relying on Gomez or Matip to be next to him to cover his mess up which is what he was sort of happy at the beginning of the season, especially when he sort of dropped off after Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's, I just can't agree because 
he's put like double his output, he's double his defensive work rate. It's just, yeah. And then, especially when it comes to the Euros times, he gets sort of like overlooked type thing, then he gets injured. So I think it's, yeah, it's just, and it's hard to agree with what you're saying. That's all. Well, next up, eh? Matt, yeah. what about you with Arsenal? Do you reckon anyone in your team has been particularly off their game? Just every start 11. I don't think um, individually there was anyone that was totally rubbish. Like, only the ones that we already knew were rubbish, if that makes sense. Um, Are you happy with your new signings, how they perform? Partey, yeah, Partey had a lot of injuries. I know that what he will bring to our team will be good, so I was happy with him. Gabriel was the same until he got injured. Erdegaard was good, was off, but it depended on when we played and what teams we played. Just as a whole of the team, apart from a couple of the young guys, the whole team was disappointing, but there wasn't anyone I would say that was came into the season being world-class and was rubbish, if that makes sense. That was sort of, it was just the ones that were, we already knew that were rubbish. I assume. If anyone disagrees <laughs> with boys are laughing, well, you can let me know what you think. I'm also not saying, Sean, I'm not saying that Trent was rubbish. I'm just saying that I expected more from him from this season. He just yeah. did a little bit more of the sort of stuff that is out of character. Yeah. Well, the question yeah, for me I would agree be, with that, yeah. If, the only one I could think of would be a Bamiang for us, but once again, he wasn't – he's playing yeah, in a true, poor actually, team. Yeah. Wasn't, he, he ended the season strong, but he just had that lapse in the middle where usually he carried us. So I feel like we have real strong expectations on him, whereas – yeah, if we, if we didn't look at last year and when he carried us, no one would really mention him. But, yeah, he was a bit of a letdown compared to the years before. But a lot of the other players have to step up too, which the team really didn't do, except for Saka maybe, Saka and Tierney. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't say anyone was totally rubbish. It was just a few that played below their potential. And obviously there are a few that are rubbish in general that need to go. So, yeah. Bit of a stupid question, but just to mix it up a little bit, your best player of the season, do you reckon it was Saka? Oh, easily, hundred percent. No questions. Good to see him get an England call up as well. Yeah, like I was talking to Brad about this the other day. I was like, I was hoping to get to watch him a fair bit play, but obviously it's only six games or whatever, and the and the finals he might not get a game. But I don't think there's a more versatile player in that England team than him. He could play six positions, so he's always going to be on the bench. Uh, you could throw him on at left back when definitely right back cause... when you need it goal. You could throw him in the midfield. You could throw him up front. You could throw him on the wing, but if massive, that, massive for a manager when you can trust a player to that level as well. Yeah, when like, you're like, "Fuck, I've got an injury in attacking mid or left wing or left back." Saka, can you jump in? Like the amount of times this year he was playing right wing and he, um, what do you call it? He, we needed a goal, and what he did was just drop him to left back so he could bring on another attacker. Yeah, like it just says how versatile he is. But yeah, I think that's the reason he's there is because he can cover a lot of positions, and he does deserve to be. He's obviously got a good um a good football mind as well. Yeah, because you don't you don't just play five or six positions, you know, with yeah. good success without being a clever player. Yeah, and a lot of those positions weren't natural to him when he first when he came through the academy. Like he was never a left back, but he got put there because Tini got injured and we had no one else, and he just took the opportunity. And yeah, like I said, he's very versatile. And we're pretty lucky to have him at the moment because I don't know yeah. where. Very different comparison, but I, um, for the same qualities, I really appreciate having um, Milner. Milner yeah. can 
Milner plugs so many holes, man, and he's 34, I think, but Oh, yeah, it's the same thing. He's he's unreal. Like and he just you can you can tell by the way that Klopp speaks to him. They have so much respect and trust. It's like, oh Milner, Robertson's out for this game, Trent's out for this game, you know, Fabinho's out. Can you play here, there, and everywhere? And he's like, Yeah, and I'll do it well. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't he the fittest man at the club as well? Um, mate, have you seen his legs? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I, I actually do think when it comes to fitness tests, he just creams everyone, apparently. Yeah. Hey, Matt, can I get your um, thoughts on William? Uh, my thoughts? Yeah. Well, he's apparently going the MLS. There's photos of him in Orlando where he was linked to be going. And if we can get any sort of coin for him, made a profit. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. I think you'd have to pay someone to take William, to be honest with you. No, I don't know about the MLS. They're very desperate over there for old rejects so we'll we'll see but if we can get any sort of coin for him i don't know it was yeah i think like from the onset offset offset sorry he um people were annoyed that we took him because we had so many young players in those positions that could have played so immediately people were on his back yeah he performed that first game and i spoke shit obviously sarcastically i hope no one took that seriously i thought he was going to be that good but um, do, you, do you remember, like in the in the, like the third game he played for Arsenal, he got like three assists or something, and Bryson's first, like, oh fuck! It was his first. <laughs> it was his first game. First game against Fulham, he got three assists. Then he got two, and then yeah, people were saying about yeah, but it was only sarcastic. Obviously, people knew that he was a reject and stuff. But yeah, like I said, if we could get any coin for him, then yeah, that's all I was saying. Louise is leaving as well, isn't he? He's got so he's. I would have liked to see him stay if we got another centre back in because I, I know it sounds stupid because he's he has those moments in him, but he is apparently he's a really good mentor for the younger players, even players that aren't centre backs. From what I've read on Twitter and interviews with young players in Arsenal, they're like, oh, they look up to him and what he's achieved and his attitude towards fitness and playing and everything mm-hmm. to do with the game. So it's definitely yeah. something you need at your club. So yeah, well. Honestly, like I said, I don't know what direction we're going to go on this year. Usually there's players, I'm like, oh, I hope we get him or we're linked with him. We probably won't get him. I, I've got no idea what direction we're going to go on this year. So it's exciting, but it's also like, oh, we could end up with a Jake, 10 million pound midfielder and that's it. Time. Yeah, but that's what you get Jake, when you put in performances like that. Jake and um, Pappas, would you say Donny would be the flop of the season for you guys? I can't say Donny van der Beek has been a flop when he, yeah, he hasn't really had the time. I was honestly, he's been, say, the most, he's been the most underutilized player of the season. Yeah, I would agree with that. He's, he's not been used much. He's been thrown on for a couple of minutes, you know, at the end of every match. And, you know, he's started a few like lower games, but you know, he hasn't really had a chance to, to show what he's capable of. But I was going to say the flop of the season for me would be Anthony Martial from, from, you know, he scored, yeah, what was it last season? Um, 19 or something goals? I can't remember. Um, but then he only scored like five this season. And he, he's been out with injury. It's just not good enough for someone who was starting as your number nine. He was so prolific this season before to, you know, just absolute, you know, garbage. Not a bad year to have Cavani as a backup, eh? Oh, Cavani was, you know, a great addition to the team. And he's just got such a natural ability to, you know, to find the space, you know, create chances and, you know, throw his head at anything really. So it was great to have him. Yeah, if if I'm United, I'm I'm trying to cash in on Martial. I think hundred percent. Yeah, pull it. Especially yeah, get if out. you're going to looking at getting Jaden Sancho, you've got Greenwood, who's 
yeah. baller. Cash in on Martial, use that money towards Sancho, and he's a better off. How much do you reckon Martial could sell for? Oh, better question. What was in my back pocket for him? Because it's a big difference between what you want and what someone will pay. Mm. Who, who would, who I guess it depends where, where, he, where he goes, right? I mean, if he went somewhere in the Premier League, you'd be probably looking at like 35, wouldn't you? I would say. Well, I reckon that's a bit low. I reckon, 40, so? I reckon 40 million would be a good price for him, depending on where, if you're not overpaying. Whereas I reckon some clubs would pay 50. PSG, yeah, I reckon, I reckon 50 would yeah. probably be the number for him, even though it, he's probably not worth it in my eyes. But well, he is he is still quite young, and you've got that you know potential for him to you know come back and you know be as prolific as he's meant to be. So there is there is the gamble with that. You often see French strikers that go back to France do fairly well too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm his league, mate. That's why. If, if, if I'm if I'm Tottenham, if I'm Tottenham, I'm looking at Martial. That's a fair. Like shout. He'd be a good signing. Yeah, that's, that's, that is a good shout. Or shout. as a replacement for Kane. Yeah. See, that's where. If United are clever and Tottenham are interested and say Harry Kane goes for 150 million, 120 million, you milk them dry, literally. And they will pay it too because you can just see that, oh, yeah, we'll get someone from the Prem. Mm. Yeah, you would milk them dry. 60, 70 million you try and get for him for that. But I don't think he's worth that much. I think he's worth 40, 45. But yeah, see that happening if that makes sense. But do we all know that uh, Martial has a Ballon d'Or clause in his United contract? Yes, <laughs> he does. He does, <laughs> he does indeed. I did, I did know that. You know, just well, nice, to nice to hear hear from you, Brad. What about um, about you, Chelsea fans? What do you think of uh, maybe a standout? Actually, no, Timo Werner. Excluding Werner, has anyone let you down a bit this season? Um, okay, this, this is this is going to be this is going to be controversial. This is controversial just because at this current point in time, I disagree with it. But at the halfway point of the season, I would have said Rudiger, hundred um, yeah. percent. He was shocking; like he was making the simplest of errors. Yeah, I remember. There was one, there was one at West Ham. He oh, had the corner. About, the corner. He was in the corner in his own corner, and he had about ten meters of space. He just had to turn and just boot it upfield. But he held it and he like flicked it backwards accidentally for a corner, and then West Ham scored one off it. Stuff like that. But mm. since two shells coming, he's been arguably probably one of the best centre backs in the league. Hundred percent, in my opinion. I think 100%. he's been outstanding. So like, I can't say that he's. He's a been, He's a he's a very physical presence too. He is. He is very. I think I a lot really of his game is intimidation. Him get involved with Suarez. Him and Suarez were more versed in Atletico Madrid. He was all over him the whole game, both games. Yeah, then that, that shows the um, where sort of Lampard fallen, fallen on his sword a little bit in regards to trying to handle that big squad and the personalities because he's um, I've I've heard that he's a quite a character in the dressing room and obviously he's got a lot of a lot of friends and you know what I mean he's got influence at the club yeah, so yeah. dropping him Lampard dropping him was probably the start of the end for him but yeah Tuchel obviously he's got such good quality out of him so it's been really good. What are your honest thoughts on ZH? Yes, mm. that's that's a good one as well. ZH, mm, mm, ZH is you immediately I, I, go... think, I think he's amazing, but he's he's been too sideline based that he hasn't gotten his into his groove. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think... think he doesn't fit. He didn't. He was really. Fit he was the one player system. when Chelsea had their big um the big spend just gone. He was the one player that I was like, fuck, man, I wish we got him. That was me yeah. too. A lot of people said that like as well. That, yeah. And he, actually, he didn't really fit Lampard's system. 
and he hasn't really fit Tuchel's system. He has come off the bench and been decent. Like he scored against away against City in the Prem. He scored against and Atletico Madrid. Two big goals, um, yeah. Two massive goals. And but consistency wise, he hasn't been good. I would say out of all our signings, he's been the most disappointing. Even though Werner has been dreadful, he's still popped up with goals and assists. And, and I've seen a lot consistently. Seen a lot on um a lot on Twitter and um, other things about Chelsea fans and other fans sort of saying the whole physicality thing. And I don't like it because you look at so many quality players in this league. Like you look at like Juan Mata and David Silva and like Urzel, like all these players and they're not, they're not physical players. Like they're not. And like you see Zia get bumped off the ball and everyone's like, yeah, it's because he's not, he's not made for this league. Like I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I, I think he needs time. Like him and Vern, I need another season. Well, all they all need another season. Um, yeah, I think it's hard on him, but I wouldn't jump the gun on him yet. I think he's still got a lot left in him. I do. I have seen a couple of links to AC Milan potentially looking at him, but maybe replacing um, what's his name, Kalen Yeah, that's. I think that's exactly what I saw. He's just yeah, a special, he's a unique player. Like you can't. The things I've seen him do, like he's just. It's just something that I've not seen a lot of players being able to do, you know what I mean? And I, I don't want to get rid of that because I think it's... You know what he is? In my opinion, he is Riyad Mahrez when Mahrez was at Leicester. Yeah, he just needs, I think it needs time. He needs time. If Zias was starting consistently in the Premier League, I feel like he would come into his own and actually be quite good. Yeah. I just don't think, looking at our squad right now, he's... Bottom of the pecking order, he can't get it. He can't get anywhere near it. How like are you he, supposed to choose him over Mason Mount? You just can't. Not, not just Mason. You got uh, Pulisic, Hudson and Doi. I had 100% play over ZH. Um, how really? Else? When we play over two players, Hudson and Doi has been been very good when he's played this season. More influ- more influential than ZH has been. So I just don't think ZH gets anywhere near it. I just think ZH offer, offers. Um, like unique qualities that not a lot of people can do. So that's I just don't want to see him leave because I can I can see him being good. That's all I can say. But oh, yeah, I can see him being good as well. Yeah, he's been disappointing, but yeah. Moving There's a on. difference between not like maybe not meeting expectation and being like vastly disappointing too. So I'd say if he was to get the minutes that you guys think he deserves, yeah. um you know, he'd probably meet the standard that you're expecting. Just to quickly mention a player that wasn't a new signing that I think didn't have the greatest season, even though it's hard to say that when we've just won the Champions League. But Jorginho should be... Oh, mate, you were calling That's what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Jorginho. You were calling for his scalp halfway through the year. I don't think I could go another season watching him in midfield. It's pain as as a non Chelsea fan watching him play. He's oh, it, it's hard one, Bryson, because I agree with you to a sense. But for me, but this this shouldn't be an excuse for him. But him with Kante, it's a different team to him and someone else. Him and someone else is half the player, a third of the player that he is. With I Kante. I agree, but teams, the way teams were breaking us down when it was Kante and Jorginho would be through Jorginho. The way would that we would either lose the ball or concede a chance would be because Jorginho either has lost the ball 
or isn't doesn't have the physical ability to turn around and run. <laughs> Harry Maguire. <laughs> is it, uh, Jorginho is the mini uh, fridge. It's, it's a hard one because I agree with you, Bryson. But then you you, you hear you hear players and I think it was James Madison in one of the, one of the interviews he did this season. And he's talking yeah. about like the hardest player he's played against. And he said it was him because he just dictates the play. I think when he's on, he is a really, really good player, but I think his downfalls are, you can see them so easily when he's off. The credit so. I will give him is that he was our top premier league goal scorer. <laughs> so fair play to him on that. That, that is so sad. That is, that is pretty Apart sad. That. But, Anyway, yeah, moving on. Mm, moving on. Um, what's next, Mr. Pappas? What's next? We've got a couple of teams up. I had it all written down on my phone. I'm just trying to get it up now. But we had Brentford come up. Um, who else we had up? Yeah. Brentford, Norwich, Norwich and, and Watford. Watford. Watford, sorry. Watford. Westbrook went down. I, early prediction. We'll have a, just Brentford a quick, just be, quick yarn at it. Brent, Brentford will be what Sheffield were when they came up. Brentford I'm expecting Brentford good. to be very similar to Leeds. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I can pop that. I just oh, when I said Sheffield, I just meant that high. Like that glory year, that, that glory yeah, season. Yeah, they'll they'll be very good. They'll come top half. What that's, are they? That's my uh, prediction. Crash and burn, or and then and then just fall apart. Yeah. Okay. Mm. They're quite that. expansive. I haven't watched them that much, but they're quite expansive. Like Leeds, aren't they? They like to score yeah. goals. Tony's got. They do. He's got like 31 goals or something, didn't he? So mm. they like a goal. So it'd be interesting to see. It's nice to see another team come up. Yeah, and like a team that's like you're not really used to seeing up. You know, very similar to Leeds. When Leeds came up, it was a massive deal. And I think it um to an extent for football, it's it's kind of a big deal that Brentford are up again as well. How do you reckon Watford will go? Oh mate. Depends. Who's their manager now? Does anyone know? Still Pearson. God. Is it Pearson? Nigel Pearson. Could be. I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't know. Got, the thing is, they've got good players. Yeah, they've got Ishmael Asar on the wing. Who's, yeah, he's class. He's lethal. I think they've got a young kid, Jao Pedro. I think he's 20. Jao Pedro, he's, the striker. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jao yeah. Pedro, yeah. I've he heard is very good. Apparently, um, Will Hughes had a good season as well. Will Hughes. Like they've got it. They've got a good side, but I just I don't. Winston know. Reed, the Kiwi. Is he at Watford? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Brentford. Sorry, yeah. Oh, Brentford, right. Um, no, Watford are a decent team. How much do teams get when they get promoted? Like 150 mil or something. It depends something if you get promoted in the league or in, at Wembley. If you win the playoff final, it's the most prize in the world. Yeah, in the world. Yeah. Which is ridiculous know. to think they, weird, they get more money than winning the championship. Is that actually cup. how it works? Yeah, yeah, that that money is the richest yeah. game in world football. That game, so yeah. So you could come sixth in the championship and make more money than the team who came first. Yes, because you have to make your way through the playoffs and yeah, win that it's way. Ridiculous. Even the way they celebrate it is like one's like a Champions League final, one's like winning a cup. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? They could be so much better winning it the normal way. Who was the third team? Was it Norwich? Norwich, yeah. Norwich won the whole thing. Yeah. Brentford won the playoff and Watford was second. I hate Norwich. Speaking of Norwich, <laughs> I think one one player that surprised me that hasn't left, well, Ben has left to Aston Villa, is Todd Cantwell. Yes, Todd Cantwell. Oh, for sure. He's so good. 
He's a baller. Emi Buendia, though. Emi Buendia, what a player. Turning down Arsenal to go to Villa. Wow. Yeah, well, but, we actually like, read into that what that was that all about. Arsenal, that, sorry, that Villa team is stacked, though. They are a good team. No, oh, I, I didn't really read into it, Matt. Yeah. So we offered, the, we offered them the same. However, they wanted a lot more. I'm only going off David Ordstein. They offered a, a lot more insurances if we were to sell him, sell on clauses, um, if they make certain game, like certain positions in the league, which obviously yeah. there's more chance of... If I score 20 goals, I get five mil sort of shit. Yeah, like all that mm. sort of shit. They're like, yeah, sweet, we'll chuck that in. Whereas we're like, no, like we don't want to have money. Yeah. We're very you're just, like, you're just no. like, no, mate, you can play or you can fuck off. <laughs> and then like you see like 90 min and all those troll football pages saying, oh, Emmy Martinez was right. Uh, Aston Villa is a step up and all this shit. And it's like, <laughs> no, like... Still, we still have one of the biggest pools in the league, but just there's reasons why we don't do that. And I'm hoping they've got other ideas of who they want, but I, don't know, I would have taken him, but who knows? Do we see Grealish staying since that signing happened? Yeah, I think he will. Yeah. 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 I don't, I I don't, know, he, I don't know anyone who's going to pay 80 million for Jack Grealish. Oh, mate, are you kidding? Oh, I, think. Will. No, I, don't, he... I don't think he's worth 80 million. Oh, he's English, rough. so he is. He's not, well, no one's paying 80 million for Jack Grealish. Premier League tax. If he was worth that, they'd pay it. Can we agree that he's better he, than James Madison, though? Yes. Yes, easy. How much would you pay for Madison? 50? Or because he's English. <laughs> He'll pay 80 million. I'll listen to that <laughs> bloke's music. Yeah. Hey. Um, if he doesn't leave Aston Villa within the next year or two, he's staying at Villa for life. He will not leave that club. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, who's paying? Put it this way, like, though. He signed a five-year, like, a year or two ago, didn't he? Put it this way. They're playing good yeah. football. Eight months ago, I think. They're playing yeah. good football. For a lot of the season, they were top eight, top seven, weren't they, Bill? Yeah. Um, they're bringing players in that are only going to make them go better. If there's no concrete interest from any of the top six, why would he leave? It's not like well, it's one of those ones where he's yeah. like, I, I want to go, we're going to get relegated. Blah, if blah. I was him, I wouldn't leave domestically. I would only leave to go overseas somewhere. That's not a bad shout, actually. Because Villa are really pushing a top a top eight, if not higher. And if I was him, with the squad that they have, if you can't achieve a decent finish in, you know, at least the APL, maybe FA Cup, I would only leave to go to, say, Spain. Like, he's... For me, he fits the bill of an English Real Madrid player. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't see him. Go, I couldn't see him at like any of the other big clubs. Um, definitely not in Italy. So, out yeah. of all the out of all the English teams, now let's forget teams that are going to spend money. This and that. What team do you think he would most likely go to or suit out of the top six? Arsenal is in England. Yeah, in England. Um, Arsenal and Spurs. Probably just Arsenal for me. Where does he suit? No, he, he doesn't get in that Chelsea team. United Who? United wouldn't go for him, I don't think, because he wouldn't get that team. I've got to be honest. If he plays 10 at Liverpool, that is fucking dangerous. <laughs> yeah, so that's Liverpool. <laughs> is his best position 10? Yeah. Well, I think his best position is on the left. That's I why think I he's don't a very good left winger too, you're right. Some yeah. of these big clubs will go for him. I don't, I don't think... But I most clubs, most big clubs Liverpool. have got their wingers like pretty, pretty well set. Yeah, exactly. Whereas so, Arsenal, if you I mean, play, we don't have a left 10. winger. We don't have a set left winger. No, 
Spurs. I mean, they got Sun, but I think with Kane leaving, Sun might move centrally. I can't. Or, or leave altogether. That'd be interesting. Yeah. How true. good would that be if they both left? That would be, yeah. They would Gaunt. be getting relegated. Absolutely. I see Son's one of those players where I think he could go anywhere um, in England as well. Like, I don't, I don't think he has to leave um, the, the Premier League. So I reckon, yeah, yeah. I reckon you could probably see Son. Um, God, where would where he would, fit? Yeah, where would he fit? That's what I'm thinking, mate. I mean... Imagine if Chelsea, Chelsea took Kane and we took Son. Yeah, I could, I, I could see... Um, I would I let that happen. <laughs> I feel like I could see Son at Arsenal, to be honest. It would never happen. He'd suit out no, team, but it would never happen. Yeah. I'm to be honest, if I was the first player, I'd rather play in no Europe than in the Conference League. They yes, might, I can't uh, play for us. <laughs> they might win that one. They might win a trophy. Yeah, they'll treat it like the Champions League, like that Audi <laughs> Cup. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so happy to get my first title at this great club. <laughs> Audi Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Son, I reckon Son should leave as well. He's too good for that team. Yeah. Realistically, though, if Kane does go, we can talk about Spurs because no one here is actually talking about Spurs, so we can all talk about it. If Kane goes, where do you see them? Who would they replace him with and where would they finish depending on who they replace him with? That's a very good question. Because I don't see – they've got this new manager in who Roma sacked to bring in Mourinho, who Spurs sacked. Yeah. Um, There's no – you know when you see players that are linked to leave, like when Hazard was linked to leave, you were linked Mm -hmm. with a whole range of players replaced when Bale left. That will look through the whole range of players. You don't see that with Kane. Like that either shows he's going to stay, or they're totally screwed if he goes. Because well, I think that if, if they had a manager, like if they had if they had had a manager for the last month, I think we would have seen uh, players linked. Yeah, Can we just appreciate how bad the bail money was spent. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to spend the Kane money. Soldado twenty Eric's times no, better than Nice Shadley. Yeah, good one though. Ericsson was the only one they got, and that was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, and he was the bargain one. He's like eight mil or something from Ajax. No, um, I think if I'm if I'm Tottenham, like I said earlier, like something someone like Martial, or if you want guaranteed Premier League goals, someone like Danny Ings. Yeah, yeah. I would have said Danny Ings would be a good shout. Yeah. Like what Danny about Ings. what about Lukaku? They wouldn't go for him because he'd be too much. I don't think I don't think Lukaku would go to Spurs. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think he, he would either. Leave I reckon. Um, I reckon if I'm Chris Wood, I'm looking for a bigger club too, by the way. <laughs> Ashley Barnes. Chris Wood is a quality player and he, he will get you 15 goals a year, no questions. Imagine him knocking it down to Sun Hyung Min. <laughs> who else do they have Spurs? We'll just stick Spurs for a minute. Like, they got Son and Kane. Who else in that team? I honestly can't think, and I'm not being biased or shit-stirring. Who else is in their team? You look at, go, oh yeah, they're world class. Like, I can't even remember their team on paper. If I'm honest, I, th- I think they're excluding Son and Kane. Their best player is Undembele. Yeah, but he's very, he's off. very good. Larice, Larice, yeah, but he's yeah, yeah. starting to. Um, Serge Reguilon. No, I don't rate him as much. Harry, as... Harry Winks. Very <laughs> oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm not going there. Not even Deli a Ali. fucking bother. Yeah, Deli Ali. Deli Ali, yeah. 
What's with the hell? Ellie is in the mud. He is terrible. <laughs> yeah, he needs to transfer badly. Ever he since he got his prison haircut, he's been fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> one of the new, uh, one of the new promoted teams should be looking at Deli Ali. Give him a new lease of life. See what he does. Maybe. Nah, he wouldn't cop it. Nah, I he's, I don't think, he's on I a don't big contract too. He showed signs when Mourinho first got there. And yeah. He was back. Delhi was back. And yeah. What about a a question of where you would go if you were Jesse Lingard? Well, so I'm just, just I just stay, there, I just stay permanently. No pressure. No big like it's a massive it's a big yeah, club. Commit, it's, like, it's gone so well for him. So welcome as well. Yeah. How much will and you do in European big... football? How yeah, much pretty much guaranteed starting in, in Europe. So mm. How much did they, they buy? What did they finish? They finished six. 30 million, I reckon they'll want. Yeah, I reckon 30, 35. Yeah, considering how much he's impressed at West Ham, they're probably not going to let him go too cheap. I reckon they'll pay yeah. that too. Yeah, West Ham will pay that. West, I reckon West Ham would pay upwards of 40 as well. Do you reckon West Ham are financially pretty solid? They seem to be, don't they, with their activity? So. Yeah, they seem to be pretty um, snagging a few headlines with interest here and there. and. They dropped 40 on Hello, didn't they? They seem to be back in Moyes quite a bit too. Well, they signed yeah. a new deal, three-year deal. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. It um, looks like uh, Espirito Santo is going to Everton as well. I'm not happy about that because I really? know he's going to do well. I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't understand that. Why? The downgrade's quite high, yeah, in my like, opinion. Stay at Wolves. Mm. Unless Wolves can't afford... Because I know Everton have very wealthy owners. Um, I, unless Wolves can't afford to keep up, and Wolves are going to go on a decline. But I, I, I would have just stayed at Wolves. If I'm him, though, I've kind of done everything I, I can do in an extent with Wolves to an extent. That's not a bad um, shot, actually. Yeah. Like he's exhausted his capabilities, I think, and he's proven. Yeah, I can, I can take a squad that's nowhere and make him a very competitive team in the EPL. Hmm. Um, so I think he needs another step up in his career. Is Everton a step up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In terms of being able to win stuff, I think he's got more lucky to win with Everton than Wolves. Club club size yeah. and reputation. Um, probably right. Yeah. Club size, reputation, squad, and depth. Um, I think it's a step up. Apparently, they want. Um, rumor wise, they want. I think forty-five or fifty million for Moise Keane. They're probably just trying to suck PSG dry, aren't they? With him. PSG will pay it, but I reckon it'll be like a loan with an option. Yeah, they'll want another loan apparently, but still fifty million for Keane. It'll probably be loan to buy. Mm. You, yeah, you think so? Where yeah. do Everton need to improve? If they get, if they get, say they get, um, is it Esprito? Um. Who's their back line? Because I think I think everything else is fairly well set for now. Like Gilfy Sigurdsson and Rodriguez do a good job in the middle. Mm. Um, you got Alan Decore. Oh Can yeah, you... sorry. Yeah, they've got great sentiments in those two. Mm. I think... and obviously. Who's their back line? Right back, I think, because they got Luca Dean's good. Luca Dean's uh, good. I like me. Godfrey, I like. Oh yeah, Godfrey. Godfrey is... I do like Godfrey. Big fan of Godfrey. Okay. I reckon they replace Pickford. Pickford just lets him yeah. down. Oh, yeah, Pickford. Good old Pickford. He's got to be the most overrated goalkeeper, I swear. Do they, do they go for Dean Henderson, maybe? I can't see it. 
Nah, you know, well, I just the highlights. You know, I just went to live him. If I was them, I'd maybe go for like an Aaron Ramsdale. Mm. Yeah. Good shout. I was just going to say, Brad, did you say right back for Everton? Yes. Yeah, right back. I know Norwich just got promoted, but Max Aaron's? Max Aaron's is good. Max Aaron's for sure. Big shout. We need a right back. Put him next to Godfrey back together. That's a realistic uh, career mode move, that I reckon. Mark Lampy. Ooh, Lampy. Ooh. I saw somewhere that Arsenal were potentially looking at Lampy. That was a while ago, I think. Was it? Okay. We're just linked with every right back under the sun because Bellerin's leaving. Bellerin's. So, throw in. Still got Coleman, too. Is he still going? I think 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 Seamus Coleman's passed his bloody. I remember watching, I think I was watching like a 2010 highlights package and he was playing like he was in his prime back then. I was like, what? Like how old is this guy? Wow. Crazy. Can we um, have a chat about our own team's transfers for a second? Sure. Have a, who, obviously I haven't seen a lot linked so far, like strong links. Is there any strong links you've seen for your own teams that you could see happening or a, yeah, a realistic actually, kind of signing that you're looking at. I was talking to Sean about that yesterday. Um, we've been strongly linked Liverpool, that is, with um, Patson Dacker from Salzburg. Yep. Um, apparently, he's left the Zambian um, national team at the moment. As the coach has granted him permission to go sort out this transfer. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, really good player. I think he had like I 20, haven't heard much 29. About him. Hey? Oh, I haven't heard much about him. Is he, is, he, is he good? Is he young? Yeah, I think he's had about 29 goal contributions in the, last, him. the last season. If you saw league. him, you'd know him. Right, okay. Um, so he's He graduated he's... from the Zambian Academy of Excellence, I think it was. Yeah. And they have one of the best academies in the world, Zambia. Um. He yeah he had around thirty goal contributions in the last season. That was a joke. And by the way, just so no one takes that seriously. I think. No, um, no one laughed. I was like, everyone listens. He's going to. He got a team with season card. And he's got ninety nine pace. Well, if we're not taking it seriously, we can't take Halland seriously. No, no, hey, I meant, hey. I meant. Why the whole can't we take Halland? It'd be a thing. He, we'll he get on to Halland as well. We'll get on to Halloween in a minute. But yeah, Pats and Dakar around twenty-two million, I think, was the was the number. Fair enough. Um, and then uh, we've obviously been linked to everyone um, trying to replace one out but I think that's a tough job. I'd take Tillemans or Neves, Ruben. I think at the moment, I think I think Ruben Neves or Newhouse from. I've seen. I've seen by Levy Kisson, Oh no, no, Florian. no, it's uh, Munch and Gladback, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've seen Gladback. him link with Liverpool. Yeah, I've seen, I think I've seen Neves link with us because Jacques is going to Roma, apparently. But I don't know who they linked to. Jose Mourinho yeah. signing Xhaka. Well, that's why he's linked with on what the fuck? 20 million to, to Roma. That's the only, I'm just going off things I've seen. I've ne- I haven't seen any concrete things for any team, but I've seen that, but. Yeah, right. But um, obviously, obviously, we locked down Canate, which is massive for Liverpool. Um, is he? I hope, touch wood, he will be a really, really good partnership for Van Dyke, or at yeah. least a rotational option. I, um, I would personally, if Van Dyke is fit, I'd just start 
consistently Kanate next to Van Dyke because Kanate will just be he will just be better playing next to Van Dyke. That's how good Van Dyke is. He will make the play next to him better. We saw that with um, Matip. Kanate's still young too. My only hesitation so, is I really like Joe Gomez, and so, I think I think Joe Gomez was so good for us when he was playing. Um, so I think it's I think it's not as clear cut as Canade over Joe Gomez straight away. I'd like to see them sort of fight for it for a bit first. Fair enough. That's just my opinion. I don't see. I'm um, looking at Canate. I think I was talking to one of my other soccer mates. Um, a couple of weeks ago about it, Liverpool fan. And uh, we sort of agreed, I reckon, that he'll have a, a transitional year. I think he might only make maybe like 15 to 20 in all comps, I reckon, I'd say. I think Gomez and Van Dijk are your strongest at the moment. Um, I, don't think you, I don't think you want to put the pressure on him yet. You know, he's only young. He's like 20, 21. Yeah. It's worth putting all this pressure on him. I think Gomez is, is there and I, I'd keep him um, for the short term anyway. I don't know what you guys think. I think um, I think this is the end of. I can only hope the end of Matip at Liverpool as well. <laughs> I hope we because we got him on a free, and hopefully we can get rid of him for twenty or thirty million, and then be done with it. Yeah, that's huge. So, um, yeah. the year, the, oh, Alex, you, you got you no, you're, you're on, the, year, the year was was two thousand twelve. Chelsea just won the Champions League. Oh, maybe I should have interrupted. Sorry, uh, where this is going. I refresh Twitter. I see a generational talent with the initials EH tweet. I am signing for the Champions League winner. The year is 2021. And it's happening again. It's happened Early again. Holland. It's signed. happened again. I, okay, this is my opinion on it. If he moves from Dortmund this summer, it will be to Chelsea. If he doesn't, it could be to Chelsea the next summer, but there will be five or six, seven clubs also going for him. And I before, thought there already were five or six other clubs going for him. I don't <laughs> think it's for this season, though. Right. Because he's got the 75 million euro release fee, which comes into you, effect next summer, that they will you all pay. pay. That. Okay, you pay yeah. That. Yeah, of course. But they yeah. won't pay the... 150 that we could pay this summer. Right. Okay. I think like, I'm being optimistic, but for me personally, what I've heard, I think this is purely down to Roman Abramovich. If he wants to pay the money, Dortmund will sell him. If we give, there's always like an offer that they'll accept, especially with that yeah. thing next summer. They, if it's all up to Roman, if he wants to make the money, cause it's not just, it's the commission for uh, Rayola, which will be probably thirty million. It'll be like the Pogba deal. It'll be like a four hundred million dollar like package, like the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah. It's including his wages as well. Like, and the thing with me, I think Tuchel rates him. Obviously, you can't not rate him. We've just won the Champions League. Tuchel hasn't spent any money yet. It sort of seems to be all aligning, and I think Haaland is interested to come to us. I think Matt Law said like that's pretty reliable. So, well, you know, um. What financial what financial gain did you get from winning Champions League? Oh, it's just uh, oh, one hundred twenty. I think it's seventy five or one hundred. Oh, okay, and then plus probably additional jersey sales and merchandise sales yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. I, the thing is, I, I think we have to sell. I think there's a few 
players that might need to go. Like we've got three left backs at the club. One of them needs to go. I you think we're going to try and someone like Jorginho and maybe promote Billy Gilmore into a bit more of a senior role to free up some money. That's exactly what I would do because I know I, there's two there's two players that we're heavily linked to, and it's Harland and Rice. And I don't think they can both happen, especially if we don't sell. So I think I think we're going to lose a centre back, and I think it's going to be Kurt Zuma. I think we're going to lose a left back, and I think it'll be Alonso. I think we're trying to get Kepper's wage bill off. We're trying to just you loan him and get his wages off. Um, Tammy's going to go. I think he's gone. Um, sure. And yeah, well, he. Yeah, he'll go it's weird with Giroud. It's weird with Giroud because they just they announced that they extended his contract. They had the club had an option on his contract and they extended it. So that'd be to get sure money what's though. Happen there. True, be, yeah. but he's a good option to have much, as a backup. How much money are we going to get for Giroud? And if we let Giroud and Tammy go, the only striker at the club will be, well, I mean, Havertz can play striker, but the only striker will be Timo. Um. So what about? Wait. Isn't Giroud on a massive, massive salary? I think so. I think he's one of the top, like one of the top owners at the club. I could be wrong though. I just think like we we need to sell before anything happens. Oh, one hundred percent, we need to sell. I think when it comes to Harland as well, like this is all hypotheticals, but I think spending the money. I know it's rich from me as a Chelsea fan, but I, I reckon spending that money could be the difference between us being the title winners. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is yeah, massive, but it, it's not only Harland. It's what Harland can do to Werner because Werner's best season at Leipzig was on the left with Poulsen, like a target yeah. man up top. Yeah. And I think if have, if you have Harland with Werner next to him, that just generates a whole new threat. And I think that like, I'd do it. Yeah. For both of them to play together, who do you take out of that squad? I think we don't play a back five. Yeah. I think we move to a back four. It has to be. It has to be. Oh, and in. What I would do, I would play... I'd play Harlan, uh, Havertz behind with Vernon on the left and Mount on the right. Yeah, something along that. Or you swap Mount and Havertz, have Havertz on the right and Mount to the middle. But yeah, Pulisic. And then you got Pulisic. But that's where options. Play like 70 games a season. Like, I'm, I'm, do you know what I mean? That's just how it's got to be. And it, and we essentially did this year. Like, Pulisic didn't really start that many games. We saw what happened with Zia. She barely started. Hudson Adoy barely started. Like we've got these players in our squad that are good enough, but if especially if we sign Holland, they're just, you're right, they won't play, but oh, they but won't start, but they will play. That 100%. The thing is, if you don't, if as a, as I'll say a reserve player, if you don't rise to the level of Haaland, you don't get minutes, right? So they True. kind, they kind of have to get closer to him to get some game time. So it's yeah. only an advantage for everyone. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think it's a bit conflicting because Bryson obviously agree that we will have to go to a back four, but now we're linked with Hakimi. Oh, so Hakimi. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't get, I don't get it because. I get. If I they cannot want- see you paying eighty million euros for a right wing back when you've got James. Because James will play that right centre back. They, they want. Yeah, move. I get that, but there's no. You yeah. just. I just. I just cannot see you getting Halland getting another spending another two hundred million just out of nowhere. Well, like, apparently it's up to Roman. It's literally. But it's if he if he wants to do it, he'll do it. It's just it's just like 
Yeah. But you think it's... when you think of the situation at Chelsea at the moment, you've got a new manager. He's been there for six months. He's won the, the biggest thing you can win and hasn't, sp- I know he's got the amazing squad, but he hasn't spent any money. You know what I mean? And Rome will spend Every money. manager I've ever seen at Arsenal hasn't spent any money. So, No, I know. But when you look at the situation at the club, it's not like Tuchel's been there for three years and he spent 200 million each window. You know what I mean? Mm. He's been there for six months. He hasn't spent anything. You know what I mean? I think Roman as well, they see him as the, the missing piece. You know what I mean? Which that's why I think it, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it, I'm leaning towards it happening. It's not impossible. Yeah, no, not impossible. Not impossible. Yeah. That's why I said like this summer, if Harlan moves, he'll move to us. I think it'll be us. And it just up to us whether we want to pay it. I don't think City will pay 150 million. I think I think it's I think Harry Kane. If they're going to pay, it'll be Harry Kane that they yeah, go for. Did he scare me though? Because I, I want to get if it's if Roman's in on it, I want to get it done as quick as as quick as it can be done. Because I feel like go here's Kane. a question for you. I'll go for him. If he doesn't move this window, do you think he still chooses Chelsea next year when everyone can get him for 75? I don't know. No, well, I think I've got no idea. You could probably list ten clubs that can afford him next summer with the release mm. clause, and like the bottom line is, you know what I mean? They're gonna he's gonna be attracted to Barcelona, Real Madrid, City, United, Chelsea. I reckon there's United. eight clubs, eight clubs that'll buy in PSG, the uh, Real Madrid, Barca, Liverpool, City, United, Chelsea. There's the eight that'll that'll pay the seventy five that he's got to choose from. See, but what I'm sort of saying is if he wouldn't choose you when he has the choice of everyone, do you still want him for double the price? Yeah. Mm. That's what we did. Like, we, we signed Havertz. If Havertz had the... Um, Havertz might not have chosen us if it was... Because uh, it was the COVID. It was around COVID and no one really had any money. We did, so we bought him. That's essentially... Like if 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 Havertz had the choice, I don't think he necessarily chooses Chelsea. But we 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 strike when not everyone can afford him, and we got him. Same can happen with Haaland. Interesting. I just wonder in Haaland's mind, you know, what regardless of money, what what who is the team that he wants to play for? That's the thing. You never know. Yeah. His dad played for City. Yeah, City yeah. family apparently, but I don't know. I think if the I think the time is right now. You know, what I mean, the time is right now. Like we've won the Champions League. Yeah, I mean, everyone's talking about us winning the Champions League. You know, what I mean, it's. I feel like it's just the time. The time's yeah, right. Yeah, because like as you guys know, there's no guarantee you'll ever win a trophy, especially no. a Champions League. So to be the most appealing place, you kind of have to be the freshest on someone's mind. That's yeah. it, definitely. Yeah. Case in With point, Eden Hazard. Huge questions. I'm going to interrupt you a bit there, lads, but huge questions, more debate. But I'm going to cut you all right off. I'm going to jump into Euros. I reckon we save Prem Chat for the next coming up episode or two. Go all out deep, transfers and all. So I'm going to be extremely rude and cut you off, but Euros happened. Um, Italy kicked off the series. It was a 3-0 win. Over Turkey, um, followed by Wales, one all draw with Switzerland. We had um, Denmark, who lost to Finland, 1 0. Belgium, 3 0 win over Russia. England, 
1-0 win over Croatia overnight, followed by Austria 3-1 win over North Macedonia and Netherlands 3-2 win over Ukraine. So, lads, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are that Italy are the big dark horses, in my opinion. Yeah. When I, say I, don't dark horse, dark, I don't think they're a dark horse. I think everyone knows. Well, if you think about how bad they have been um, in regards to not making the World Cup, I think you can consider them. Obviously, their run-up has been amazing, but the recent short-term history, I think you can call them dark horses. But They are the most successful country in the last previous games. I think they've been undefeated the last couple I've had all the last... It's actually 20, criminal that that team games or something that lost out happened? on the World Cup. Mm, Huge. What, what uh, happens to my Jorginho agenda if he then wins the Euros? I'm a bit in trouble there, aren't I? You have an yeah. game, Huge though. trouble, mate. Well, Huge you're trouble. not alone there, though, because Brad wanted his head as well. Mm. That's just Chelsea to a T, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I know um, they um I know they lost the first game, but I think North Macedonia are a huge chance. <laughs> and they've top goal scorer. They actually didn't look too bad. I, I watched a bit of the game and you know, um what's his name from Leeds at left back? Alioski. Uh, and and uh, uh Barty from Levante, I think. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't they didn't, you know, put in a, a too bad of a performance. Obviously in the end, you know, Austria have got uh, quite a good team, so yeah, they didn't win in the, the end. Who else is in that group? Does anyone know? Um, isn't, it, isn't it? Is it the Netherlands group? Netherlands that's what I was saying. Like, if you, if Austria are beating North Macedonia three one, yeah, yeah, Netherlands and Ukraine. Netherlands yeah, and I think the Netherlands are going to have some fun. I think so as well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, what really a, what a team. it's really open for the other the other teams in that group to kind of take the the second place. So mm. the Netherlands squad this morning wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Am I missing someone of the injuries or? Van Dyke. I, I didn't actually. I Van, Van Dyke. Like Van Dyke. Yeah, just Van Dyke. Veghorst playing. For yeah, Veghorst. Who's up front? Yeah. Yeah. Next to the, the Veghorst. Um, who else they have? Oh, yeah, obviously, De Jong, et cetera. Good. Uh, what was that guy's name? He had like an afro. Um, I like was Curly. Okay. I, know, I think it was like, oh, I can't remember his last name. I saw it on the. Um, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'll look into it. A curly afro. Dumfries? Nah, no, no, he's, he's right back. back. Yeah, he's right back. Um, his name was not Donnell Timber, Timber, Timber. Yeah, centre back. Is he related to Chris Wood? <laughs> hey, like you look at that team. Um, Alex mutes his mic for the rest of the thing. <laughs> 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 That's me done, boys. So yeah. Well, uh, yeah, no. Um, England played last night. One nil win. Sterling with a finish. Just quickly, just quickly. Where's, where's Matthias Delit? Yeah. COVID, I think. You're joking. Could did he not play? No. I thought he did. I thought he did. Because that back, that back three. Daily blind. Unless they just rested players because it was Ukraine, but nah, you were all great. Who, who do they have? They've got they in centre backs. Usually they have De Vries, De Litt, um, Ake, Nathan Ake, well. Nathan Ake, yeah. Okay, yeah. So they've got a lot of choice, and Ake can, can play left back as well. 
the Netherlands bench is actually quite good. Like De Jong, Gravenberg, Malin, Coop Miners. Gravenberg is next level. Yeah. Um, so let's get your predictions. Who do you feel is going to lift this trophy at the end? We'll start with Brad. Who do Euros. you think? Euros, correct. Euros. Tough question. Ooh. You do, you just wanna you just wanna say France, do you? You wanna say France, but France you know, aren't you, know you know what I'm gonna say? The Mannschaft, Germany are winning this. Ooh. Oh, I don't know about that. Right, that's a Chelsea reason. We'll move on, Sean. <laughs> no, top goal scorer. For once, my. <laughs> For once in my life, I'm actually going to agree with uh, Bryce and Cotton. All right, we're going to move on again. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Very rare, but I actually think Portugal will go back to back. 100%. Portugal yeah, I'd like, win I'd like to see Portugal. Yeah. Portugal are stacked. Portugal yeah. are fucking yeah. stacked. Hugely stacked. And uh, I don't think Ronaldo will get top goal scorer. I think Diogo Jota will. Oh. Nah, Lukaku's top goal scorer. Yeah, Lukaku's going to get it 100%. Depends how far Belgium go. You know what? I say Portugal will win it. There's Portugal might not even make it out of the group. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> my no. prediction's right, Bryson. Oh no, they will. Third gets third. Oh yeah, third out. gets. So, yeah, okay. So they'll get on, out of the group just. Depends on points, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, Matthew, who are you predicting? I'm gonna go Finland. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go outside yeah, the right. box. I think so is that is that the Pookie party, mate? Pookie party. I'm gonna say England. It's coming home, you reckon? Oh, I want to see. Yeah. I would like to see them win it. Um, I wouldn't like to because a lot of Tottenham players, but I still would be good to see the hype if they did win it. I just look just at the quickly, other teams. Did you watch I just the look, game? I did. Yes. I from from what I saw from England, if they do win it, they will win one nil every game. Yeah, <laughs> because they play like shit. Yeah, they ran the midfield really nicely, but then at the final third, it was up front is fucking I don't horrendous. Think, but I don't think he picked the correct front three. I think I agree. He needs. I think you need one player in behind, which is Rashford. I think yep. you need Grealish. You need Kane, and then I don't know what formation he'll play. Mount, I'd put in there. But yeah, I don't know how Rashford doesn't play. Yeah. Well, he's carrying a lot of injuries. Early. Is he not? Is he not? Thinking about That's it, their, their defense isn't, yeah, like when if they do play France or Portugal. I think if they can beat, say they come up against a France or a Portugal in the, say, the round of 16 of the quarterfinals and happen to beat them, then I think they're a chance. But I'm more going with my heart because I would like to see them win. It would be funny with yeah. all the shit their fans talk. But mm. I think if, if Saka plays every game, they win it easy. That's all <laughs> Sorry, fun fact, fun, Alex, fun fact about um, the Euros. I just, just thought of it. Uh, Portugal's run last year is in 2016. They actually didn't win a game in 90 minutes until the final. That's what they do. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Right. Huge. Well, that's because they're getting carried by it, the second best player of all time. We'll go, we'll go for a Excuse fun me, fact. Your fucking mouth out. <laughs> we'll go for a fun fact here. The best Euros was 2004, and we're just going to leave it at that. Um, moving on. That was the first. I remember <laughs> the f- first football tournament I watched. I remember. What a tournament it was! I remember that because I remember. Gonna... I remember. It was Wait, in Alex. Is that yeah, when you went best... to Everton? 
the best that, that, that same that same country has the best economy in the world at the moment. <laughs> and like their economy, that's how well that's how well they're doing at the moment. Absolute garbage. <laughs> I reckon my prediction for Euros. I was going to jump to you straight to you, Dylan, as well. Yeah, thanks, mate. Um, Belgium. Yeah. I would I would secretly yeah. talk about if Belgium won, but is De Bruyne not injured? He's out, isn't he, for the for, for the group stage or the first few weeks of that cracked cheekbone? I, I know I know they've got Lika, like they've got a good side. They're um, pretty well oiled though, aren't they? As as a unit, they're pretty very slick. Yeah, and they've been together for a lot of years. Yeah, that yeah. that eleven has been together for Long like time. their starting side has been together. Like there's a few players that come in and out, but well, and, um, I mean I just think Cotuire is just such a good keeper as well. Slithery little snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. <laughs> just, going, just going back to fun facts. You guys, Alex, was that you that gave the fun fact about... No, no, it was Brad that gave the fun fact about Portugal. Same, same. Fun. Did you know that the uh, average male penis's erect is 5.16 inches? <laughs> it's so true. This fun fact that just came up in my head, I thought, we're giving out fun facts. So that makes you so, slightly well, below average. So, <laughs> I'm say, it, let's all let's all test it by looking at Dylan's face. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought you giving out fun facts, and I I learnt that the other day, and I thought I might give you boys a bit of a kick in your step tomorrow. No, nah, not me, cool. You just made me more disappointed, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bryson predictions. You said Portugal, Portugal mate. Portugal all the way. Still, still sticking with that. Yep, CR7 is going to show why he's better than Messi. So he's such a good, such a good midfield. I and think just, just midfield is cracked. Bruno Fernandes. Oh, Who are the Fernandes? Fernandes. Fernandes. Left back. João Cancelo. Got COVID. I do think I am a Messi man, but I do think Ronaldo will score more goals in the Euros than Messi. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I've got a statement about Portugal. Go on, man. Play out for Portugal. I think at this current point in time, João Felix is extremely overrated for his price and Ooh. what he's what he's what he's produced. In my he opinion, did, he did just win the Liga, and he's going to win the Euros. <laughs> So... As an individual player for 120 million euros, he has not done. Fuck, I forgot it was that much. Yeah, it's a huge price tag for. I just really. say, can I can I insert? I take Fabio Silva over Jao Felix. I'll let you insert anything. Fuck, like. I agree. The guy from Wolves. Yeah, is that to do with the, the big? No way. No, Andre oh, Silva. I was thinking. Oh, oh no, yeah. For okay. Fabio Silva's the 19 year old, 18 year old from yeah. Wolves. Yeah. yeah. He sucks. He's yeah, crazy, mate. I didn't think he was that good, really, when I watched him. But oh, on, on FIFA and on Football Manager, he's very good. All right. Have you uh, been to a game live though to watch him? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! You can't talk. You can't talk. Alex has probably been to Wolves. Alex, have you seen him? No, I haven't been to Wolves. I'm afraid. Wait, did you used list. to support Everton? I followed Tim Cahill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Jake. Yeah, who's going to be the winners? I gotta, I gotta say, honestly, it's for me. It's got to be France. I just think you look at the team and they've got, you know, they've got so much depth, so many quality players. You know, the midfield like of Conte and Pogba together is gonna, you know, it's gonna tear a lot of, you know, players apart. 
and they're attacking they're attacking lineup. You know, with Benzema, if Benzema is in the in the squad now, right? He didn't he didn't get injured, yeah. did he? Yeah. No, so Benzema coming hard. into the team, you know, with Mbappe and you know Griezmann, whoever's up top for France. Uh, you know they've got a solid backline also. So I feel like uh, I feel like Giroud is not a bad third option striker as well. Definitely, I, like, I agree. But I really really Giroud. like Giroud. I'd start him over Benzema. I'd start, yeah, I would same. too. And that is not down to quality. That's down to history in the French team and the yeah. way he works in that in that he, team rather than Benzema. He won a, he won a World Cup. Yeah, like, he didn't score a goal, but he was influential. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's a presence. He's a presence in the box. That's what. That's what he is. It's that. If, it's that face. It's that dashing face. <laughs> if I was picking a second team, I'd go France because I want Angola Kante to win the Ballon d'Or. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Bryson, as well. I've got a statement that I want to see. Another if you one. Here we go. I do. I do. I think. I think it's a pretty good. Good uh, conversation. My. It's a sort of a prediction. I think that Spain will actually go well considering that they're being ruled out because of their squad. I'll be honest, I didn't Spain didn't even cross my mind when we were talking about this. <laughs> yeah, <you know> <laughs> <laughs> like they'll go well. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win. I think maybe I think they can push semi-finals. I think they can. Uh, Spain oh. carry depends on the draw. Mm. If they get a good draw maybe because like I like Ferran Torres and that's it. Morata's world class. Well, they should win their group. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other players that Spain would have. In their so they got Laporte. Laporte's a massive. Yeah, oh, that's they got Pau, Pau Torres as Pau well. Torres as well, good player. Torres, yeah. uh, he's very solid. Who have you got? You've got Sergio Roberto at right back, or do you, who else do you have at right back? You've got you got um, Jose Guy at left back. Very has, good has Navas, Navas plays right back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Navas. Yeah. Navas, has, had, Nat, oh, Navas wow. has definitely had a resurgence this year. Yeah, totally. Like, it's not He's the 30, worst team in the world. 35. I'd, I'd, it's hard with a tournament like this because it just all it takes is a bit of team um, connection and camaraderie because the quality is yeah. there. Like, Spain and has all, got... All it takes is for a team to play well and they win games. Yeah. Like... <laughs> it would have scored more goals than the other team. <laughs> yeah, no, but I just think... It's not like if it was a league, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have them in the conversation, but you just never know in a tournament. I, do, I just don't think they've got enough goals. I don't think they've got enough goals. Like, Moreno's all right. Well, uh, what's um the left winger's name? Ozabal. Yeah, Ozabal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Ozabal. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's a great player? Marcus Lorente. Yeah, he's good. good I player. also think. He's do you think player, there's yeah. a correlation between being happy, having fun, and winning games? Like you're enjoying yourself. It's a fun fact. Yeah. Finland is the happiest country in the world. <laughs> that is true. No, that, that is true. I've actually heard that. So is that why is that why you backed them? That is why I backed them. I like to have fun, and yes, that's why. Um, let's let's just quickly have a quick prayer and thought with Christian Eriksen. What happened in the Denmark game? Very sad to see. And let's all pray and fingers crossed that it's not his last game. That incident. I, I hope it's not, but I, I think it. I think it could be. I feel like he'll. I think it could be as well. Know, they, they, the coach was talking to him. They come out in the papers saying that there he's not ruling out that he has to retire. He's waiting for his expert opinion on what caused it. So I feel yeah. like not his expert opinion. Sorry, an expert opinion. 
So I feel I like spoke, if it comes I back... To, um, I was speaking to my father-in-law, who's a doctor, and he was telling me about this thing called Hockham, which is like hypercardiac, obstructive, something rather for, um, for your heart. And apparently, before we knew about it in the last decade or two, it killed a lot of young people. It was one of the leading causes of deaths under the age of like 25 for years. And wow. randomly, the muscle around people's heart can just become obstructive and it doesn't take much, as you guys are probably aware, with your heart for something to go wrong. And if something does go wrong, it can be a massive, massive problem. Shit. Um, so I, I, um, I hope it's not that because there's no cure, but that has killed a lot of people in the past. I find yeah. it strange how you see this so often in football. I know it's like not always professionals and stuff. You just see people... I don't know, just collapsing on the field. Like, they're the fittest people in the world. I'm not the fittest. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Yeah, a, lot it's quite yeah, a lot of it's heat, heat exhaustion sort of stuff. Yeah, usually. you just see it so... Not not every day, obviously, but like I watch a lot of sport and you never see this in other sports. I don't get... If it's the training... is High contact is, sports and everything, yeah. Yeah, like, you'd see... It's just odd. And I think, obviously, the fitness levels in soccer are a lot higher than, say, footy or um, other contact sports. But... Mm. Compared to other sports, you rarely see moments like this, especially in obviously in lower levels. You would, you see, I've seen footy things where people have had hard sacks on field and stuff. But in terms of the highest level, you never ever see. And obviously, there's a lot more people playing football. But yeah, I think your the stress that's placed upon your essential organs as an as a high level athlete, I think everyone is at risk of it to some extent. And a high level high level athlete doesn't really have a whole lot of body fat either. So. Yeah. You know, your heart has to do so much and it's so well drilled that, you know, it's working to a certain level every day of the week. It's not sustainable. And a lot of soccer players are particularly thin people. Yeah. So it's... Um, it's a valid yeah. point when you think about it, when you, when you think about it. When you say it like that, 100%. Hopefully he's all right. Hopefully Ericsson comes through. Yeah, I have full faith and confidence that he'll be... He'll be right. I don't know about his career, but but he's a legend anyway. If, if he was to get word back that it was a condition that could reoccur if he keeps playing, there's no doubt he won't, he won't play. Like, it's yeah, no. a no-brainer. No, I doubt he'd be even upset about it. He'd be more like, cool, thanks. I'm glad I found this out. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, thanks. I'll live, thank you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he's lucky yeah. he can retire. He'd be able to retire easily now. So Yeah, well, yeah. he he's the sort of dude that would probably just go back to the Netherlands and be a pundit or something. Mm. Mm. Do you think this that event occurring might um, obviously it has an effect? It have effect on all the football community, but when it comes to other players, especially the Denmark team and just everyone at the Euros, do you reckon like it might play a bit of a part in the sense that oh, this could happen to me type of thing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it would. Even me looking at it, like I like it, it even put stuff through my mind. Like one day you literally just be playing, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, and I went to I went to soccer training yesterday, and one of the guys said, maybe like five years ago, we were at a training. Oh, they were at a training session. I didn't play for this team back then. They're at a training session, and a dude was just lapping everyone. And he was like, "Boys, what do you reckon? Do I look good? Like, am I looking fit?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, man, you look great." And apparently, on the next lap, just fucking hit the deck and died. Yeah, like, it's, it's something that it's definitely something that's, that goes through that's, your head. That's, that's like, 
that's how instant it can be. This dude went from gloating about being fit mm. to literally having what I'm assuming was a heart-related um, incident death at training. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. scary because you normally obviously a lot of heart problems with with being unhealthy and these people are the healthiest people you can you can be. And you know it's crazy I mean? though. You never think of your heart like you you think oh you know fuck, I got to watch out for that that little divot there because I might do my ACL or something and then all of a sudden yeah. you're like oh. Actually, my heart could go as well. What do you mean? Mm. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty scary. Huge, if you ask me. Well, absolutely crazy. I'll quickly get your um, boys' predictions in tonight's games. Up top, um, first and foremost, we've got Scotland, Czech Republic. I'm going to go with a yeah. Scotland 2-1 win. Ooh, no, I'm going, going to Czech. Czech boys. I'd say Scotland. We are on a draw. Thomas Suchek. Yeah, draws a good chair as well. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'll say Scotland. There we go. Uh, followed by Poland, Slovakia. And go Poland. Two, Another dark horse in one win. Slovakia. Poland 3 0. Lewandowski hat trick. Lewandowski hat trick. That's all it takes. Is Suvlaki from Slovakia? It's Greek, Malaka. Just sounds the same. <laughs> 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 um. And followed up at 5 a.m. How shit are these times, by the way? Fuck. Um, Spain, they're Spain. great on the long weekend, but when you get back to work, they're puking. Oh, 5 a.m. Spain, Spain, Sweden. Am I wrong in thinking Eber is playing? No, he's not. He's not Am playing. I wrong? Didn't, didn't yeah, he got, didn't he get dropped out of the team again or something? Um, yeah. He got injured. Yeah, he got injured, I think. He got injured. Damn, that shit. Uh, we got Kulosevsky and uh, Forsberg. Uh, Alexander Isaac. Did that injury come yeah, in Spain? Isaac. Was it a spainful injury or? <laughs> Without the S. Uh, Without the S. <laughs> I just want to announce the, the special news is actually myself. I'm moving to a comedy podcast starting from tomorrow. So if you like checking out all my socials, I'll let you know where to get that from. Like, comment, and unsubscribe. <laughs> People dislike. like you know what I mean. Dislike. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, Brad, do you want to break the big news? Break the big news, eh? Uh, he's pregnant. A bit of a bit of a round of twist happening. We hope our listeners are still here. Um, but yeah, so the big news is the wannabe pundits is transitioning into a new phase for next season. Would you would you would you call it's it some, is it where they ways. post daily content rather than six monthly or <laughs> <laughs> they're actually they're actually working overtime to unpixelate Alex's photos? We've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll got our, we'll get our social media guy on that one. Those pixels were were not great. Horrendous. <laughs> I went to image and I found extra small, so I went with that. <laughs> that was a good one, Alex. <laughs> right, cheers, Bryce. But yeah, Brad, well, uh, he won't be on the comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue, continue. Yeah, we'll um we'll be transitioning into a um a new phase next season. Or well, starting starting from starting from now, but mainly for next season. Um, so the wannabe pundits will not Expansion. just yeah will not <laughs> just only be Alex and I. It will be the whole crew. Sean. Hey, yeah, Matthew, the Bryce, Jake, Alex, and myself. Now, so, 
Yeah. Add my two cents. And Dylan. And Dylan. Dylan. And Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought Dylan was a social media guy. Sorry. Yeah, Dylan will also be on here. <laughs> will we be provided with Das Autos? Um, <laughs> all I can say is you seem to be excluding your grandmother. Is she not coming? I didn't know she was coming, but. Will Jake get to meet, meet her tonight? Or is she on holidays? Uh, depend. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see what we've she's got to talk Euros, about. I'll see sure. if she's available. Good chat. <laughs> I just said we'll see what we're talking about, and I'll see if I can get her to have a conversation uh, with you guys. But just, just while we're looking for Dylan's grandma, um, I know it's Barry's grandma, isn't it? It's no, not your grandma. Barry's grandma. Barry's, Barry's grandma. Apologise. Um, so it was obviously called the Wannabe Pundits podcast because you were wannabes, but now that Bryson's here, he knows everything. So is it going to be called the Wannabe Pundits or, is it, or just called oh. the Pundits? Nah, Sorry, well, Bryson. I I just, you're the only person I, I just looked at one. I could have chosen. <laughs> and I might tune into this uh, comedy podcast, to be honest. Jeez. Oh, well, if you're in for a laugh, it'll be every Wednesday and Thursday night at 6 p.m. Uh, follow my <laughs> socials. <laughs> uh, love it but yeah. pretty much we'll have normal roundtable debates Alex bring... can you get the guns out of here please <laughs> <laughs> I'm charging my laptop <laughs> anyway so you're taking a shit or tea bag and... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, normal, round, normal roundtable will be normal debates all fiery as always between Bryce and I isn't that Bryce I don't know what you're talking about mate oh, you talk some shit sometimes um what else are we going to do? We're going to have more club-related chats as well. So Bryce and Brad have their Chelsea yarns. Uh, Sean, Dylan, a bit of Liverpool. Jake and I, United. <laughs> Arsenal. Well, it might just be Brad and Matthew Christ. on his own. That will be the highest listened episode of the year. Yeah, there's a few debates. Shit to myself. I'll do a, pers- I'll put a few different... Maybe um, Barry's nan could join in on that one because I heard she's a rabid Arsenal fan. <laughs> Up the arse, aren't I right? Yeah, she's a little bit untasteful, so she might be there. Yeah, wonder why. Uh, there's, there's a few debates Brad and I have planned out, so we'll plan it out with all the boys as well, any debates they've got. But as always, normal episodes. So, yes, I think that's a little We're all summer. pundits. I mean, I mean pundits, we're, all but... we're all wannabe pundits. <laughs> New well, logo you're coming out. Bryson and the rest of us wannabes. Fucking earth. New logo will be coming out at the end of the week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So that's in the making. That's going to look pretty cool, actually. I'm pretty keen for that. Um, but Alex yeah. will no longer be on socials. Just so that Insert round of applause here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I think yeah, that's... Good stuff, I think we're pretty good, lads. Unless you want to sum anything up. Oh, we're going to do predictions say. for this coming year. No, we're doing that next next episode. We'll man. do that in the we'll next one. Friend. We'll keep them waiting. We'll keep all those listeners yeah, waiting. Keep all the listeners on the edge of their seat on listening. Fucking oath. I guess that gives us some time to sort of hear a little bit more transfer news as well. Correct. Yes. Mm, yes, that's it. That's right. Yeah. Exciting times ahead. Yeah. Unless you're a Tottenham fan. There's <laughs> a reason there's no one on this. <laughs> Gone back into hibernation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, yeah. So that's us. Brad, final words. You sign us in. Sign us off. Ah, I'm, oh, it's exciting to be back. It's been a while. We've um refreshed ourselves. We've had a few coffees, and Alex probably had a few thousand coffees. And um, yeah, it's nice to be back. We've got 
lot more involvement from everyone else, which is exciting. So new and sort of different kind of content, but no, it's exciting. It's exciting. So we'll be just, back next time. Just quickly on coffees, Alex, is the difference between a normal coffee and a Greek coffee just a little bit more back hair? <laughs> <laughs> and the milk is from goat as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Not, but not, not from the others. <laughs> <laughs> Milk is from good. So, yeah. Cool. Lovely stuff. Right, boys. Let's sign us off. Let's. Until next Enjoy. time. Until next Until time. Until. It's better. From, from all the pundits. <laughs> from my pundits got... to yours. We need, a, we need a sign off like the Brady Bunch because of the. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> you're I don't know why you're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you. Until this episode oh. finish, finishes, you are the pundit still, Alex. You need to wrap it up. Oh, it was me still. Yeah. Brad was you made Brad do the okay. intro. Come on. Oh. Person starts it, finishes it. Quick, no, give, give everyone a wave. Just say for the final time as a duo. For the final time as a duo, not for long. About to sign my life away to Bryce in the next 30 seconds. So good, good, good luck yes, to us all. Uh, follow us on all socials at the Wannabe Pundits and Bon Voyage.